discuss the Kareem Files. Um, today we are going to be discussing two of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's most popular articles. Um, the first one, the importance of athlete activism, and the second one being how to sustain momentum for the anti-racism movement. We're going to be analyzing these articles and determining how Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uses rhetorical appeals and literary devices to create meaning in the articles. To start off, I'm going to be talking about his first article, um, The Importance of Athlete Activism. At the beginning of his article, one of the first things he does is he addresses the common counter-argument um, made against him. This argument is that because he is a professional basketball player, he is not qualified to talk about political issues. He immediately shuts down this argument by listing all of his qualifications. Um, by doing so, he is using ethos, and by um, establishing all of his qualifications, he is forming a trustworthy bond between the reader and establishing himself as a credible source. Um, he follows this by posing a question to the reader, which he does in a lot of his articles. And by posing this question, he is further engaging the reader in the topic by forcing them to think about the question he just posed. It also helps him transition, transition between topics in his article. Um, furthermore, when addressing the idea of athlete activism, he talks about extremely famous athletes who have been active in political issues, including LeBron James and Aaron Rodgers. By um, using these famous names, he's also using ethos in the fact that a lot of famous people are going to know who these um, athletes are, and by using famous names, these people are better going, going to be more involved in the issue because a lot of people think people role models. Um, also, it's also in a lot of his articles, he uses analogies between sports and political issues, especially basketball. Because he was a professional basketball player, he's extremely qualified to talk about both sports and politics and um, make analogies between the two. By doing so, he is making it a lot easier for people to understand somewhat complex um, complex ideas by relating them to sports where a lot of people have a proficient, proficient knowledge of sports because they are extremely popular. This helps people understand the topic better and better relate to what is going on. Finally, towards the end of his article, he spends a lot of time using logos, where he um, refers to specific instances in the past where athlete activists have um, had a big impact on society when they have work on certain things or spoke about their beliefs and by talking about these specific instances he's talking about how effective athlete activism can be that is all for me and i'm going to introduce Alicia, who will continue to speak on this first article when countries youth use athletes to promote policy the athletes are given little choice but when athletes wish to stand up for causes they personally believe in they are often condemned Abdul Jabbar uses this statement in his article to show that people are given support if they speak out on something that everyone likes, but are given hate if they support something they want to. He also states that athletes are known as seen as knowing nothing about the world around them, even if the world around them can influence their sport, and he continues that statement by saying that that, that is over because athletes have begun to use their status as a platform to speak on what they believe in. Ali's sacrifice inspired me to boycott the 1968 Olympic basketball team to call attention to the rampant racial injustice of the time, which resulted in people calling me, quote, un-American. 
Abdul-Jabbar is using ethos in this statement to connect with people and bring empathy to the situation of inequality and racial injustice, and by using his personal experience. Overall, Abdul-Jabbar is stating that because athletes are leaders, they should be told to not, quote, shut up because they are not knowledgeable. Abdul-Jabbar uses his own experience to show how he uses his platform similarly to how other athletes have used their, pla their platforms and were also told to keep their mouths shut. He is also showing how many athletes are calling attention to the fact that on the field or in the game, they are defined by their actions, but outside of that, they are not. He is also showing, he is also using Muhammad Ali's story of being condemned for standing up for what he believed in, and because of that, he was stripped of his heavyweight title, which shows how if people think that something is not politically correct, or it's because they don't believe in that, an athletic career can be ended. Abdul-Jabbar is also nodding to the fact that people should be able to stand for what they believe in and not be condemned no matter who they are. He is also showing athletes and people with the platform to use it for what they believe in and encourage others to change their ways and not define people by what they believe in but by their character. In the second article, an op-ed for the LA Times, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar speaks about his response to the George Floyd protest that happened in 2020. Two interesting things catches the reader's eye in the beginning. One is the quote that he uses, I hear America singing the very carols I hear. This quote was from his old coach at UCLA, which engages a reader who knows Kareem for his basketball career, as many people began to read him because that's what they knew him as first and became more interested in his opinions. Also, it is stated that he wrote this article at 3.20 a.m. This is extremely important because it means that the topic that Kareem is speaking about is extremely important to him, not only him, but the message that he wants to get out to the people. Another important quote is the cry for civil rights is like a rubber band. This metaphor emphasizes the cycle that has been continuously going on, where people care so much about movements like the George Floyd protest, but then uh, eventually their care simmers out and they get distracted by other things until another major event happens. Um, Kareem further emphasizes this point with, the fight that for equal rights is a lifetime, lifelong commitment, not a summer job. Uh, the big issue that is talked about uh, is not letting a political movement become a trend. This is seen through frustration with people who posted Blackout Tuesday during the George Floyd protest as they did not want to become, they didn't want a protest for civil rights to become a social media trend. Um, Kareem also uses many 2020 references, like talking about Flat Earther, um, the usual suspects TV show, um, President Trump's quote-unquote delusions, and um, Joe Biden's inauguration. The use of current references uh, emphasizes a point that Kareem wants people to read his article now, not in a few years, not later, but they want it to read it now so they can make action, so they can take action now. Uh, this is because a lot of references that he makes, they wouldn't make sense in later times. Um, yeah. Alright. And, uh, throughout this very same article, author Kareem Abdul-Jabbar gradually shifts his language to be more inclusive of the reader. In doing so, he ensures that the reader feels personally connected, uh, to the article that they are reading, as well as its ideas. Uh, this personal connection is a form of ethos, and by including it in the main article, 
the reader will be more inclined to agree with Abdul-Jabbar's uh, argument. Also, there are many personal anecdotes and clarifying counter-arguments that assist in bringing the reader into agreement with Abdul-Jabbar. These personal experiences not only give the author more credibility, but they also allow the reader to connect with the article's ideas in a more meaningful way, as they will connect their own experiences with Kareem's. These ideas push for long-lasting action and rely on the reader's personal merits to instill within them a sense of injustice. All in all, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's uh, uses a variety of literary devices and rhetorical appeals to persuade the reader to adopt his own opinions with a focus on forming personal connections with the reader and providing them with evidence that aligns with his own claims. A special thanks to our audience and thank you for listening to our podcast, The Kareem Files.